Vikings at the Bye. And now, on a very special Good Morning Gallahorn. <laughs> yes, I, I think we got it. What, okay. what did you just say? I was watching football. <laughs> <laughs> and so the bartender says, wrecked him, damn near killed him. <laughs> a special guest, Mr. Christopher Gates from Daily Norseman. You have Chris, Drew, and Ted joining us for tonight's show. And it is bye week for the Minnesota Vikings. That's right, bye week. And what do you do on bye week? I know what I do. It involves a lot of this. Yeah, baby. Days then and why, for which, God's sake. Which, which is different from every other week. <laughs> That's yeah. right. You don't well, want to know what I do, believe me. We probably don't. But no, yeah. no. Wow. This is not the first time you've been on the show, Chris, but we want to welcome you back again. How are you doing? I am doing well, folks. I am happy to be back. Had a had a great time on draft night, uh, picking Drew Locke to get selected like 18 times in a row and having him not get uh, and having him not get selected until day two, but, uh, yeah, that, uh, that that was pretty great. This is this is a really fun show, so I'm uh, I'm happy y'all are having me back. Well, are you aware that is our most watched show ever? We I'm had... sure. I'm not going to say. Uh, I'm not going to say that uh, correlation and causation are the same <laughs> thing there, but uh, you know, I, I'm on the show, and you know, we get what kids would refer to as the hits with the uh, with the Z. That's at the end. Right. Oh, <laughs> oh here we go. Let's see that shirt. Get up for a sec. I want to see the shirt. What is it? Oh, skull? skull is it? The, uh, the skull train. Oh, that's bitching. I want that's one a of those. Cool shirt. Where'd you get that? It, we were we were selling them on the uh, in the in the Daily Norseman store there for a while. That one? Yeah, I, th- I think we might still have them. I'll have to uh, shoot out shoot out a link to you guys here uh, eventually. You know we love trivia oh, we like on this that. show. Included below and then. So we're going to give you the first trivia. Who hosted Soul Train? Oh, Don Cornelius. He got the first one. He's on a roll, baby. <laughs> Good man. How you doing tonight, Drew? Uh, meow, meow. I'm doing good. I'm on the flip-flop later. <laughs> <laughs> doing good. The Vikings are 8-3. and three. Uh, Heading into a bye week, get some guys healthy. Did you know the Vikings have the least amount of guys on IR of all the teams in the league? No. They only have two guys on high. I heard that last night. He's something oh, we... wouldn't to knock on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need some. Uh, no, there's still football this weekend, but the Vikings will. I'm, I'm pretty stoked because of this. Going into Seattle in whatever, 12 days or whatever, we're going to be going into Seattle tied for first with a chance to take over first place because the Niners are going to beat that team from Wisconsin. We'll be all tied up. Sweet. So I'm pretty, pretty stoked. From your lips to the football god's mouth. Ted, how are you doing? Gentlemen? <laughs> no, actually, my neck hurts this week. I was telling you guys before. 
No, if I was any better, I'd be against the law. Let's go. Let's light this candle. That's what we want to hear. We don't want excuses about your friggin' neck. Speaking of light this candle, Chris, you do weather for Air Force space launches, do you not? Nominally, yes. Well, hey, that's pretty cool. <laughs> you do yes. some weather. So, so, like, who do you give the weather forecast to? Like, the dude that pushes the button? Because there ain't no pilots on those rockets. Hey, you don't know that. I do know that. You don't know that. <laughs> There's no pilots on those. Water. Get out of here. It's classified. Yeah, you're damn right. There you go. It's classified. <laughs> yeah. Space weather. So what's going to be like in space? Dark and cold. There's your brief. And, and nobody can hear you scream. <laughs> so, yeah. Which is great because all we weather people get is screaming from everybody all the time. They're they're pissed off just perpetually. It's really kind of kind of bad. But yeah, no, no, no. It's a it's not a bad gig. I I can handle this. I'll bet. I'll bet. Yes. We are here to talk the state of the Vikings. We are on our bye week. The team is eight and three. What do you think of the team so far there, Chris? Um, I think that, uh, you know, this team has all the ability. You know, we've, we've seen a lot of, uh, I don't know if change is the, uh, the right word. We've seen this team evolve over the past uh, 11 weeks because, you know, we had we had the week one game where we threw the football 10 times and still managed to win. And now we're to the point where, you know, we've got uh, good old number eight, just tossing it all over the yard pretty much. And, you know, the, uh, the offensive line has had its ups and downs, but it's been significantly better than it's been. And now uh, in, in a little bit of a weird twist, we got to wait for the, uh, for the defense to catch up a little bit, which is kind of, I don't know. I don't think anybody would have seen that coming at the, uh, at the beginning of the year, that's for sure. Well, do you think part of the defensive's regression, if you want to call it that, is the new rules when it comes to pass coverage, i.e. the pass interference rules and the idiocy that revolves around those? I, I don't know if that's really the case. I mean, a lot of those rules have been in place for a few years, and, you know, guys were doing just fine in 2017 and 2018, and now we have we have guys that are just out there getting whooped every week. I mean, Xavier Rhodes looks like he's aged about 10 years, and, you know, Trey Waynes is having his issues. Uh, yeah, for, for all the first and second round picks this team has in the secondary, it should not be this much of a struggle every week, but... Uh, now, that's what it's turned out to be, even with, uh, I think I saw it from somewhere that uh, Daniil Hunter and Everson Griffin are one and two in the NFL in quarterback pressures so far. So the pass rush has been there, but the secondary is just not holding up its end of the bargain thus far. Well, the outside pass rush is there. There's been some dispute over the interior pressure. And with the outside, mm-hmm. if it just comes from the outside, quarterbacks step up. Um, yep. So... We'll see. Um, Drew, what do you think at the bye week point? How we look? Uh, it's still, there's a, still a lot of inconsistency. I mean, you could look at that Bronco game from one half to the other. I mean, that's not a very consistent football game, which is very concerning. <clears throat> but uh, 
they're in a good position right now. <clears throat> they have a two-game lead over the they're pretty nice little cushion there between the wild card and and the other teams that are that are following them. But I think it, it, what it comes down to this year is the NFC is just loaded with good teams, and it's going to make a big difference this year if you got to go on the road and beat three teams in the you know in the playoffs. Uh, I think they still have a shot at the division. They had a great shot at the division still. I just uh, Cousins is playing great. You can't really, I mean, he catches a lot of shit for this team, and he always has, but he's kind of silenced a lot of the doubters in my mind. And the Vikings won a game last week when they only rushed for 37 yards, and up till now, if we don't rush, we don't win, usually. Um, the Soldier Field game. The Vikings have a lot of talent. Defensively, I am I am concerned because we've dropped all the way down to 15th overall. But this game, you know, we got two games left on our schedule, guys. Let me let me talk. I thought about this today when I was doing my walk here. Um, if there's two teams the Vikings really got to beat that have been owning us, it's the Bears and the Seahawks. I mean, not only beating us. Every time we play Seattle, we get we get bullied right off the field. So this is to be a good test for them to come in. If they, this whole this Seattle game, if the Vikings win this game, it'll, it'll raise the eyebrows on my head to think this team possibly has a chance to win it all, and they, they will take care of a lot of the consistency problems I think they have. But this is the Bears and the Seahawks. They just we owe them a beatdown each, and I'd like to see the Vikings just pick up the consistency a little bit more and start the game better. They have such a hard time starting games, and it puts them in a hole. I, you know, but eight and three—I mean, it could be a lot worse, guys. So I'm thinking pretty good. Get yourself healthy this week, and you know, head off into Seattle. But I don't know how strong any of us feel about how Seattle going into Seattle and winning that game. But Ted, what do you think they're doing this weekend as a team? I would, I would hope just kind of getting away from football for the weekend, come back Monday and Tuesday, just take a few days off, just, you know, recharge, kind of, kind of enjoy the buy, uh, enjoy going into the buy with that, with that win uh, and, and come back focused, ready to go to Seattle on, on Monday night and play a good football game. I, I'm kind of, you guys really have hit all the points. <clears throat> so as, as uh, if I could just piggyback, <laughs> Well, I won't do oh, that. For <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I, you know, I, I was thinking about that Denver game, and I think in a lot of ways, it, it was sort of uh, the Viking season in in a microcosm. I mean, they they started off they started off the season really uneven, to poor, and they had that debacle in Chicago, and then they just sort of went on a tear, and they looked unbeatable, and and it was sort of you know. It's a tale of two football teams. I mean, I mean, there's they're either really good or really bad, and and if the really good Vikings football team shows up, I I agree with Drew. I I might give a serious thought as to whether or not they can win the whole thing, because when they're playing well, like they did in that second half against Denver, they can beat anybody. When they play like they do against Dallas on Sunday night, they can beat anybody. But if they play like they do against the Bears, they can't beat it. So, which which team comes ready to play for the rest of the games? Because, yeah, it's the NFC is tough, and and I'm I think ten and six. A couple of weeks ago, I said I didn't think ten and six would do it, 
But with the way the last couple weeks have broken with uh, the Carolina's pretty much out of it now, I think. And it's, and it comes down to the Rams who I believe are six and four. Um, I, I really, I, how I feel about this team going forward is how they play against Seattle. I, I agree. They, they don't play well in Seattle. If they can play well in Seattle and come out of there with a win. I'm going to have a completely different approach to this team. I, I still, I, I'm still think it's a great season. Don't get me wrong, but there's still a, yeah, but prove something to me. And they've, they've slowly, but surely done those things. But now, now really prove something to me. I mean, really go out and prove something to me. And I, I want them to, and I, I, they're very capable of doing it. And that was my take, is that this team has enough talent and has, especially after last week, built up enough confidence. And as Chris said, they've developed, right? They've grown as the season has gone on. The offensive line has gotten better. It's gelled. It's developed chemistry. They are, they may only be a mediocre offensive line, but it's a lot better than what we had last year. And you I would argue win. they're better than mediocre, but that's just me. Well, and we can win with that, especially with the skilled position players we have that are just absolutely outstanding. We'll get back, hopefully, Adam Thielen will be healthy. Um, so that just adds to it. They could, if they take that confidence and they take this growth, they could go into the last five games of the season and really make some noise. And I do believe they can win the division. Now, it's going to take, like Drew said, let have some team knock off that team from Wisconsin. Hopefully that happens this weekend so we get that parity. And then just not, you know, screw it up, be it coming out flat or doing – you know, the tale of two sides, the worst team or the best team. As long as they come out with the best team, this team can go a long way. I was just looking at present Las Vegas odds for the <clears throat> NFC teams to, re, to reach the Super Bowl, and the Vikings are fourth in Vegas out of the NFC teams. So Behind New Orleans, San Francisco, and Green Bay? Packers, Saints, and uh, Niners. Yeah, they're they're better than Green Bay, but whatever. I think so. What yeah, is, they are. In, in, let, let me throw this out here, and you guys can tell me what is the problem with the inconsistency. Those let's take the Bronco game. What, what, Chris? What the hell is going on with this team? I'm not gonna lie. I think they were just completely looking past this Denver football team, and you know they came in as a double-digit favorite, sure, but you know you can't do that in the NFL. I mean, they saw that last year when. Buffalo came in as like a 17-point underdog and just put a beat down on them for four quarters. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's Zimmer. I don't know what the thing is with, you know, showing up and basically taking the first quarter or the first half off. But somebody needs to fix it. And it needs to get fixed quickly because, you know, as like everyone said, if you get into the playoffs against good teams – you can't get down twenty to nothing at halftime because you will lose forty to nothing. Sure. And yeah, that that's the comeback that we saw against Denver isn't happening in the playoffs. So they right. they need to fix it. It's not happening in Seattle either, let me tell you. No. 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 Now they've dominated this year against bad defenses. 
no defense in the playoffs is going to be bad. You go, you go from that Cowboys game that we all watched to that first half against the Broncos, and I'm sitting here, and I'm just looking at it going, what in the hell are we doing? Yeah, I, I was too. I, it looked like they weren't prepared. There was no game plan prepared. They're just the, there's no aggressive play. It's just like it's astonishing to me. It, it so. was it was two completely different football teams. I thought between the first half and the second half, it, it was like different guys wearing the same jerseys. Amazing. I know every a lot of things are just football. You call it a football thing. You know, a lot of times something happens. You just say, my uncle used to say, ah, you know what, kid, that's just a football thing. And I get that. But when you're having four or five drives where you just can't even get a first down, incomplete passes, guys running the wrong route, guys not blocking, it just makes it, it, you know, it's it's very, it's concerning to me. Can I ask a question for the group real quick? Uh, meow, meow. What, and, and Chris, since, since you're the, the, the fearless leader of the Daily Norseman, you, you, you can answer first. <laughs> um, nice. What? What would you guys so, – so we've all kind of thought – we've all described how we think about the Vikings moving forward after the Denver game. Would your feelings be the same or different if they had ended up losing that Denver game? How, how would you feel about the Vikings had they not beaten Denver and were now 7-4? and four? I, I think the feelings would definitely be different because, you know, you're, you're going into a bye week uh, just having gotten stomped by a team that you were a double-digit favorite against uh, – you know the fan base would have been gloom and doom at this, but they're gloom and doom after we win half the time for crying out loud. And, you know, totally. you know, it, it's it's just I, I think the perception would have been a lot different. I mean, yeah, you're seven and four. Yeah, you're still in control of a of a wild card spot, but you know, like you said, now we have a two game lead over pretty much everyone in the wild card race. I thought I think I saw somewhere that the Vikings odds of making the playoffs at this point are in the low ninety percent range. So you know that'd be me. That'd be my post. <laughs> yes. that, that that was in fact. Good job, Ted. Yes. So so basically they have to really really screw it up now in order to not make it. And I mean if there's one franchise that's capable of really really it's screwing it up. It, it's the Minnesota Vikings because we've seen that before. Tread lightly. You know, but that. But yeah, the the difference in that regard between eight and three and seven and four is pretty huge because you know if you're seven and four and the Rams win during the bye week here, all of a sudden you're tied with the Rams, and you know now even if the Rams win, you're still ahead of them in the wild card chase. And I, I haven't looked at the Rams' schedule, but uh, I, I'm pretty sure they have to play the Niners at least once more. I think they have at least one more game against Seattle. Yeah. And I, I just I would assume they have a tougher schedule than the Vikings do down the stretch. So. Yeah, it is a significant difference. Drew, what would you be thinking? Let me tell you what. Chris Gates would be washing his car with that shirt right now if we lost to the Broncos. <laughs> uh, that would have been a loss that crippled us the whole year because it would have stuck with us mentally. Yep. And I don't, you know, I don't get all of that voodoo mental stuff, but the, sometimes I do. That game would have been guys looking at each other the rest of the season. The fact that they came back and got it done, we dodged a huge bullet in, as far as I'm concerned. Huge. Dave, and it wouldn't have been the same. There would be so much gloom. It yeah. would be, ah. Oh, yeah. uh, as far as the Rams schedule, they played the Cardinals this weekend, then Seattle, and then uh, at the Cowboys, at the Niners, and then 
back to the Cardinals. They're going at the Cardinals again. And the that's Cardinals maybe, aren't that, that bad. That's I maybe, mean, the Cardinals yeah, are bad. Yeah, that's maybe 9-17. Yeah, that's, that's a tough schedule. Now the, the, yeah. the Niners have a brutal schedule. Have you seen what they, they got? Oh, it's man. Well, and the, like I heard today, the Niners play the team from Wisconsin. Both of those teams have won a lot, but they haven't really played a whole lot of quality teams. So whichever loses may be well, like we the have narrative, the Giants, yeah, Denver. Yeah, maybe the <laughs> narrative that you know, hey, they haven't played anybody. They're they're frauds. Hopefully, that's the team from Wisconsin. So, but who we'll knows? If there's any year you guys to get that one of those first round buys, this is the year with the way the NFC is playing out. And I used to, I was thinking maybe Ted was we were talking a couple weeks ago about how we have no chance at that. I mean, Chris, what do you think? Do we still have a chance at one of those buys, or are they long gone? I, I think it's a long shot, but I think there's still a there's still a chance at. It. I mean, obviously, first you got to get past Green Bay to get on top of the division, but uh, you know, you have to think about New Orleans. They play the NFC South. Uh, everyone outside of New Orleans and the NFC South is awful, so that helps their case. And whoever whoever wins the NFC West, whether it's Seattle or whether it's San Francisco. They're probably going to be 12 and 4, 13 and 3, something like that. So you got to figure that you probably have to get 12 wins to even be in the conversation for a bye, which means that the Vikings got to go 4 and 1 the rest of the way, which they're capable of doing. But yeah, it, it's there's a chance, but I don't know if it's a great chance at this right. point. Yeah, 4 and 1 the rest of the way, that's a tough haul right now. Yeah. Yep. If one of those teams, you know, I don't feel good about that Seattle game, guys. I don't. Uh, so basically run the table after, you know, I don't want to sound like a, a, I think we can go in there and win, but it has to be a perfect game. If they run the table, they should win the division, and that should earn them one of those seats. If they run Which the are, table. If they run the table, game. that's five more wins. Well, that, that yeah. first round bye is huge, man. Mm-hmm. One less game. And, and, and a game played in U.S. Bank is huge if if nothing else just a home playoff game just win the nfc north and and if they can't get a first round by even even a home playoff game would be a big deal because if you're a wild card uh, if you're the five or six seed unless one of the other wild card teams win and vikings right now are a six seed now if they beat seattle they pass them and go to the five seed but you know you're talking probably three really tough playoff road games and that's just that's a lot to ask. I mean, there, there's a there's a reason only what I think maybe have won the Super Bowl as a wild card. That's that's an yeah. awful tough road to hoe to, to to get all the way through. I mean, I, yeah. If if you're if you're the sixth seed as of now, I think your road to the playoffs is at New Orleans, at San Francisco, at Green Bay. That is yeah. That is amazingly. That would be amazingly difficult to go through. Can we actually can we call that the gauntlet, can't we? It oh, it, it definitely would be. would be. Yeah. It would be. Speaking of games, Drew, you have a special game tonight for this show because we have Chris with us. It's just uh 
rapid fire six question twenty thousand dollar pyramid i can't remember uh, is there actual money involved there's twenty thousand dollars involved so you better get this within a minute <laughs> that's what the guest is on for he fronts the money <laughs> so whoever got, wants it you, you, can, you, got you, the, can, you got the wrong damn guest on this show no, you can, you're expecting 20 grand I thought, I thought, you know, you guys can work in unison together, or I could just ask the question to one of you, however you guys want to do it. But I just put these questions together real quick, and it's kind of a fun thing. Remember the $20,000 pyramid with the, you yeah. know, you remember? Yeah. Betty White was on every week, and they have to yeah. guess, the, and they have the clues. Yeah. I'll give you clues, and then you tell me what I'm talking about. Well, I put these questions together, and... Uh, Let's go, Dick Clark! <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> the, the timer will start, Dave. You got the timing? I got the timer ready. Chris, you know the answer, that first shout it out. We'll, Dave's we'll, timer. We'll tag team this and shout it out if we know the All answer. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Here we go. The first question. The timer will start after I read the first question or give you the first clue. Here we go. Ah, oh, I just sit around all day waiting for footballs to fly through me. Xavier Remember, Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes. Every once in a while, a football will doink off my myself. Goal post. And Goal post. I usually sit here by my. Yes, yes. Okay. Next one. Chris Carter, Robert Smith. Ninety-eight. Nineteen ninety-eight Vikings. Corey Stringer. Ohio State Buck Vikings Buckeye players. Correct. Tough-ass quarterback. Punch somebody on stage. Joe Cap. Joe Cap. <laughs> We need to play better. Mike Zimmer, post-game press conference after a loss. <laughs> and after a win, but that's Tricky's, okay. Towels. Uh, drinking fountains. Urinals. Benches. Locker room. Zamberletti. Yeah. <laughs> Final one. Percy Harvin. Cordell Patterson. Bill Brown. Clint Jones. Mo Williams. David First Ball. Picks. First round wide receiver picks. Herschel Walker. Kick returners. Eddie Payton. Kick returners. Yeah, kick returners. From the SEC. Team Aces. Percy Harvin, Cordell uh, Patterson. Time's up. Ah! From the SEC. Kick yeah. returners in half toward the touchdown. Ah! <laughs> one of those guys has scored a touchdown, ah. including Keith Nord. Yeah. Get out of here, Keith Nord? Yeah, dude. I looked at you. We had like. We had like 13 or 15 guys that have returned at least one touchdown. And I didn't realize Harvin had five. Yeah, yeah Harvin has five, Patterson has five, and Marcus Sherrills has five. So they have the uh, they have the team lead. You guys, time. but that was just strictly kickoff because I looked up returns. Yeah. We had an ass load of, if you had the punt returns in there, Vikings yeah. have pretty pretty good. Uh, I was kind of surprised to see Mo Williams. I don't remember Mo Williams running back a kickoff for a touchdown. I don't either. No, me neither. <laughs> Well, database football. That's really returning kicks. <laughs> yeah, he was on there. There's a bunch of people I didn't listen. Eddie Payton. Remember, he was on the Lions for a while. Mm-hmm. He returned Walt, one. Walter Payton's brother. Yes. You guys did well, though. You got a lot of those right off the bat. The Zimmer one, they got that pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> was was Buster Rhymes on that list anywhere? What? Did, ever, did, did Buster Rhymes ever have a kick return touchdown for the Vikings? No, he did not. Nice game, but. I, I thought he was. Buster Rhymes from Oklahoma, first round pick, 1986, baby. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was going to say, 
I was when I made the questions, I was gonna say, what does Mike Zimmer say during the game? I was gonna go, what the hell's wrong with my corners? And have just different things. I mean, what does he say on the sidelines? I, 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 I think it's I think it's pretty telling that your first clue was I just wait for footballs to fly through me and Ted and I both came up with Xavier Rhodes <laughs> straight away. Um, that's that was, uh, that was great. Uh, oh, that was fantastic. I, 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 I thought I thought you were limiting it to like just players and whatever. No, I think you like football equipment and shit like that. Yeah, that was things that footballs would say. Things you find in a locker room. That's kind of how twenty thousand dollars did. Yeah, it, yeah. it was exactly. Yeah, it was. That's good. That was a good, that was a good show. Man. We gotta That's remember that for the future. Well, yeah, it might changes up from the from the trivia a little bit, but that was fun. Thanks, guys. Uh huh. Well, at this point, for our viewers, all the fans of Good Morning Gallahorn and Daily Norseman, we're gonna bust this up into a two-part show. The first one you get on Saturday. Because GMG, instead of Sunday morning, is moving up to Saturday. And the second part will be Monday morning in our normal tradition spot where we have In the Raw, which we all are going to miss because we don't have a game this week, which is wonderful. So, any last words before we go to end part one there, Chris? Um. If uh, if part two is a uh, good morning Gallarhorn after dark, I'm gonna need a couple more drinks before we uh, <laughs> we get started here. I think, but uh, but no, I, like I said this is this is gonna be great. I mean, we we're in the bye, eight and three. You can't really argue too much with that. And uh, yeah, we'll just, uh, we're gonna have to see how the rest of it goes from here. Drew, meow meow, Viking cow. I'll see you at show two on the flip flop. Ted. <laughs> Super Bowl, homeboy. We'll see you in Miami. Yeah. Go, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. Charlie Daniels, light it. Stay safe. Enjoy good food, good beverage, good friends, always.